0: Let's splash trash meh with your host Bradley
1: Baxter and Chris the Bucky Watts. What up? What up? Welcome to a very, very special edition of Splash Trash Man. I'm your host Bradley Baxter, as always. Is my man Chris Bucky Watts here present? <laughs> Oh man, this is a dope show because today we're talking all about the Bat. Uh, Over the weekend, Batman technically had his birthday, 80th birthday, Mm -hmm. but technically that makes him like, what, like 120 or something? Yeah, he's doing all right. He's doing okay for that. Because technically, like, whatever the first issue, I don't know what his original age was. I don't think anybody really does, but maybe someone does.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. When did he start? You know what I mean? How old are we talking in that first? Was he in his 30s? I don't know. I feel like he was pretty young when he
1: started doing it just because
0: Yeah they retroed a lot of that with like uh you know year one and year zero and all that.
1: At 30, you kind of youth starts to deteriorate. His bones already yeah.
0: his bones already creaking. He's just getting started.
1: Yeah. Metabolism's drop and all that.
0: He's in trouble. Yeah. He's in trouble.
1: So instead of doing a drop this week which we normally do for mm-hmm. we're just gonna go uh talk about the 80 year of uh, 80 years of Batman panel from WonderCon that happened over the weekend. Ooh, that's cool yeah there's uh so there's a new book coming out I believe in May uh, it's called The Last Night on Earth now Scott Snyder is doing this project I'm not sure if he's like on his way out and like this is his last Batman piece before he does something else before he moves on yeah but um the comic is set to 15 to 20 years in the future as Batman is trying to track down someone who is drawing a giant chalk outline of Batman's body around Gotham 20 feet huh. at a time. At the heart of this 365-piece body is Crime Alley, where Bruce uh, Bruce's parents died and Batman was born. When Batman visits there, he finds a dead child and someone knocks him out by a mysterious means. Ooh, uh, this is a Ooh. DC Black Label, much like uh, Batman Damned. And, okay,
0: so it's a little bit darker story. Yeah,
1: and it, it will be starting. Dead child
0: in there. was it? Was a giveaway on that one?
1: Yeah. So this is much like they're the batman uh damned series from what i've seen of images it looks traditional comic book size but i'm curious if they're gonna do like the magazine size Mm -hmm. right how did how did you feel about the magazine size did you like the magazine size
0: i think it's i think it's cool i think it's interesting it definitely stood out when i looked at that damned issue we were me and you were chatting when i was at the comic shop uh but i don't know it doesn't fit in like your traditional comic box you you know? have to, yeah, you have to
1: get a magazine. So it's like, uh, that's, a, that's
0: annoying. And it's like a little bit bigger than like you're used to. You know, it's And it like, doesn't
1: fit And doesn't fit in the traditional boxes.
0: It doesn't fit in the bo- boxes. In the boxes or the, you got to get the special kind of sleeves and the backers. Like, I don't know. The, I, I'm already annoyed enough between like Golden Age comics and Silver Age comics. And that's like a quarter of an inch. I don't need this thing four inches bigger. That said, uh, I do think it's kind of cool. It's, it definitely stood out as being like, you know, it seemed a little more substantial being bigger.
1: Yeah, it's more like a book. That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> uh Yeah, definitely, it looks more like a book or a magazine. <laughs> oh, ding, ding, ding. Um, pfft. yeah. So I'm pretty. This is interesting. Also, Tom King spoke a little bit about what he's doing. He didn't really go into too much detail because he's the, doing the Batman line right now, oh, right. And, as well as uh, um, what's her name? I think her name is Jolie something, or who's doing uh, Catwoman. Oh, right. And so they talked. <clears throat> they talked a little bit about the wedding and how it turned out and it's not it's not over yet i guess i could say that and it's supposed to be a bigger piece of the puzzle to come not
0: over yet
1: not over just yet uh what do you do you like that have you been reading catwoman or, or the batman stuff i know i've been reviewing it on here
0: yeah i've been and, reading sporadically batman but not catwoman but uh i think it's in i think they're in a good place right now it seems good
1: yeah and overall i'll, I'll say this I think about this every time I go to the comic book shop and I pick up both a DC book, a Boom book, and a Marvel book. Mm-hmm. The quality on these DC books are really, really phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. they're really good. Yeah. Like the paper feels. It just feels premium. I don't right. know what else no, to I, say about I, it.
0: I know what you're saying. I mean, I think that it's not necessarily a knock. Like on Boom or are those those ones that are kind of up and coming ones, that makes sense. But like the Marvel stuff just feels. I, I don't know. It's the same reason, like I'm, you know, you see DC doing like the lithograph covers or like the metallic covers or like everything just feels a little more hardy and like the art seems a little bit crisper. Um, I don't know. They're just, they're doing a great job right now.
1: Yeah, I will say, Boom's boom stuff is Boom's pretty good too. Art. They got great art. They got great art. The the books that they have structurally are is good as well. Like it's got like a thicker paper stock cover, mm-hmm. kind of like what DC does, but um, it's more of a like a a matte cover versus like dc's covers are that cardstock but glossy right yeah i i, I don't want to say marvel's shit's cheap it but i don't know like it doesn't as far as reading the book and the, the materials they're using well, you I can definitely what tell a, what a, a difference.
0: I'm 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 getting down with what you're on uh
1: let's just get into this reviews man so today we're doing a special edition uh detective comics came uh 1000 came out last year
0: Woo-hoo! last month yeah last week sorry
1: well, I said last year. You said
0: last year. Then I said last, last year. month, and we really went around the horn. Yeah,
1: we have no idea when it came out. We don't even know if it's out right now. No, uh, it came out is last it out? week. Have you right. seen it? <laughs> multiple, multiple covers. We talked a little bit about it um, on the comic book edition two weeks ago. I, I actually, off the pod, I think I took out. I edited out the us looking up all the covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was
0: a lot of uh, there was a lot of them.
1: One of the one of the ones I've been trying to find though is that black variant. The black cover. variant.
0: Yeah. See, that's the funny is it. Uh, I knew
1: I knew this was going to happen because there's what there's a total of like 32
0: covers. It turns out, but no, there's like over 100. What?
1: Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Remember we went through it was like,
0: yeah, but a hundred like why why would they make a hundred? Like, is that like like tiny little 10 runs and stuff?
1: No, there's just like four different parts. I think there's they maybe be spreading, maybe spreading them out like they didn't all drop on the same day.
0: Mm, That'd be interesting. Well, uh, what I was gonna say is it's cool. I just pulled it out of its little (laughs) baggie. There it is. Uh. When you turn the inside cover, you know, it says main cover is the one that's by Jim Lee, Scott Williams, and Alex Sinclair. And then through the decades variant covers, it shows you, and it shows you who did the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, thousands, tens. Uh, and, uh, but that's it. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. They're the variants. But it didn't list, obviously, all 100. Like, it didn't say, or pick up the white version, or pick, like, it kind of gave you right. the overview. Hey, here are the main variants, you know?
1: I know they're doing different parts. I don't know what that means, though.
0: Right. Well, it's great. But I All did co- try and find... The covers are fantastic. I mean, from what I saw at my shop, what I've seen mm-hmm. online, having different writers and different... Uh, or different artists and different... everybody come together to make these different ones, whether through the decades or, like, these weird one-offs, I think it's really a freaking cool thing.
1: Yeah, the thing for me that I thought was... One, I didn't know... I wasn't expecting a basically a mini-graphic novel.
0: Yeah, that really, it is. I mean, it's, it's an, obviously an extra-long book, but... The fact is, not only is it thick, and it's probably at, what, 75 pages, something like that? Uh, 96. 96 pages. Not only is it that, it's also the fact that there are no ads in this thing. It's it's one continuous, I mean, it's not one continuous story, because it's obviously multiple stories, which we'll talk about. But uh, but yeah, there's no ads to break up. It doesn't have any filler in it. Like You're getting a full 96 pages of content.
1: Yeah, and the book is, at least for me, I know when I opened it, and I was like, Fuck, I don't want to open it all the way. I, <laughs> Me to, too, like... I didn't read it all the way. I didn't bend the spine because it's so big. I like
0: I, like kept it open so I could see it. But like there were times when I didn't know if a story had ended because where right, it says right. end That's is in saying. the bottom right corner. And yeah. I couldn't see it because it was in the spine. I was like, well, I guess that was I guess that story's done.
1: Yeah, so then I could start. I, the only way I kind of was able to tell the difference was I noticed the art kind of style change yeah and
0: i'd be like well wait hold on hold on why is the art different and why is he talking in this bubble and i was like
1: oh this one's done i picked up three i picked up both jim lee covers the midnight release and the main cover and then i had picked up the frank miller one and then i picked up the uh this let me see who who did it um bruce tim yeah he did the one with the joker kind of like coming out of like a genie and I put back the Frank Miller one because I was like, I don't want to open that one. I, I want I want a cover that I will pick to open. So I was trying not to pick all dope covers or like the best ones. The, the weaker one, I wouldn't feel as bad opening and reading, which is kind of weird to say. But so I picked up the uh, the one you were talking about, Chris, with all the Batmans and uh, one Robin. Uh, let's get into some of these stories, man. The one that I really liked was... I really liked the Kevin Smith one, Alfred. It, spoilers. It's, it's been long enough, I would say. Uh, spoiler is this: Alfred comes up to him. He's like, "Why do you need that gun?" I, I just love. it this thought was brilliant. He basically melts it down and says, "I'm gonna burn the metal uh, that killed my parents and forge it into something useful. So the metal that broke my heart as a child is that same metal that will protect me my heart as a man, and that is justice." Boom. But Chris, I know that you really enjoyed the Brian Michael Bendis story. So tell us a little bit about it. I know we talked a little bit about Penguin um, and all that. So go ahead and break it down.
0: He waited for a thing that was going to be at Wayne Manor with all these rich elites and everything like that. And he he would he'd been biding his time. And and then he had this thing where he realized that if he missed and he's I love this line here, he says, if I miss and Wayne lives uh, and I have missed, we have all missed Superman missed like there, he's basically calling back the idea that Batman, you know, people tried to kill him before it didn't work. Right. Um, but then he says, Batman without Bruce Wayne, what is that? Like nose to nose, I'd look Batman in the eye and see the edge of madness without the distraction of his secret identity, without the, the t- uh, tether to actual humanity. I'm dead. We're all dead and Batman wins. And he says, that's why I let you live Bruce. And I think that's, I just, I love the idea of that because we see a lot of times this whole thing of Batman, you know, I don't kill for this reason. And we obviously had the Zack Snyder went off on a fucking tear about how Batman can kill. But, like, that's always an internal conflict. Like, why don't I kill? I wish I could just kill. This, on the other hand, is a villain saying, if I'd gone and blown up that house and killed all those fucking people and killed Alfred and your family or whoever else was in there and you survived that, you wouldn't come out as Bruce Wayne. You would come out as just Batman and we would all die. We would all, we would all be murdered.
1: And I, the thing I love about this story too, is that they took Tim Burton's Batman returns. Uh, uh, I, I wouldn't say rogues. Yeah. but like Catwoman looks like she's from Batman returns. And, mm-hmm. and penguin and
0: he, he's very much the, he's very much the paint the Danny DeVito type penguin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can tell there's kind of that, that style too. I also, that, that was another thing that blew me away. Is when I opened this one, this the issue, which is again, the the story is called I Know, and it's the Brian Michael Bendis one. Uh, I opened it, and I the first page, I was like, "Well, this is beautiful art." And then I go to the main title page, absolutely gorgeous. And then as I kept flipping, that next sequence where you get to see all the villains, mm-hmm. that even looks like Tommy Lee Jones. I, it's not, it's not like anything. <laughs> or or two things yeah. does. Yeah, it's got a strange movie quality to it, but also it's unlike any art I've seen in any other main Batman comic. Like it's got this, this realism to it, but also like an impossibility to it. Like, like Bane is obviously eight feet tall, but he's not like overly muscular. He just looks like a giant eight foot tall man with with big muscles or like Mr. Freeze is in some kind of suit, but it doesn't look too spacey. It looks like it could, I don't know, even Scarecrow's in his like hardcore Scarecrow outfit. And it seems believable. It seems real. The the Joker has a certain haircut. You only see the back of his head. And it matters. And the way they talk to each other is very human. And and I think that we it's easy with these characters, especially with good villains, to like make them be over the top or these huge, you know, characters. But this one is very human. And I really love
1: that. Yeah, Alex Malieve did the art and colors on this one. And he did a beautiful, amazing. Beautiful job. stuff. I will say this though. I, I know the penguin is Danny DeVito. From Batman Returns, but he kind of looks a little like the little right. Joe Pesci, huh?
0: He does. He, well, that I mean, that's like what you're saying. When you face. look at this, yeah. and you're, like, you're like, yeah, you can tell. Like, that guy does. Two-Face has a similar thing, and it's definitely the cat suit, kind of Michelle Pfeiffer leather. And uh, and then, yeah, I mean, obviously, Mr. Freeze is not Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Riddler is not Jim Carrey. But then, yeah, he kind of has like an old Joe Pesci look to him. You're <laughs> right. That's hilarious.
1: Very cool. Uh, The next one after that is, I don't remember if I liked this one.
0: Uh, the last crime in yes. Gotham.
1: Uh, Jeff, Jones, very very interesting. Kelly it's Jones.
0: Jeff Johns wrote that one, and the art is kind of nineties style. Yeah. Did you did you did you understand what happened at the end of it? I'm not saying that in a patronizing way. I'm saying in a way that I didn't. I had to like go back and get read it to get what happened.
1: I want to say I got it, but for the sake of the show, let's just talk about it. it. It's a cool.
0: It's a cool one because you know it's like it flashes forward in the future to let's say. 20 years into the Batman thing because and it's like the family like Damien is obviously older he's like Dick Grayson's age now and Batman's a little more weathered and Catwoman is a little older and she's his wife and they have a daughter together named Echo and she's you know late teens they have a dog named that named something or another uh I think it's Ace
1: yeah I think you're right
0: Ace will stale bread yeah so it's like this older family and the whole premise of the story is that there's this murder that happens where they find these 12 dead bodies and there's been like no murders. Like they fixed the crime problem. Like Bane is there's a throwaway line that like, it's boring now because Bane is writing them letters to be like, I'm sorry. And two face named to the twins that she had. It's apparently it's a girl in this one. I don't know where that plays in, but bet one of the twins is Batman. One of the twins is Robin. Like they've, they've reformed crime and they've saved Gotham. But then this murder happens. That was all basically done son by the, the Joker, son of the Joker. Right but he killed himself in the same act because this is the night after the Joker died of cancer. And so he killed himself too, to basically be like the stuff that killed my father was going to kill me. And so I wanted to end it. But my thing is the interesting part is at the end of this whole thing, they basically say like, you know, we solved it as a team. This is the last thing. Joker's dead. Crime and Gotham's done work. Everything is safe. And Batman goes over oh, and bugs. walks and says, you know, you should spend your, you should go spend your time with your kids. And, It's time for family now and then for all of us. And he he smashes off the bat signal. But then as it fades into the clouds, the smoke is from a candle. And if you go back to the very first page before the title sequence, you see a hand lighting candles on a birthday cake. And then at the very last page, you know, you see Alfred in the background of a younger Bruce. And he says, I hope you made your wish. Happy birthday, sir. And and it's kind of heartbreaking in a way because that whole thing we just read is his birthday wish. Is right, that one right, right, day, right. I wish this would be done. Like, I wouldn't have to do Be Batman anymore. I could just have my family and all these people would be reformed or whatever would happen, and and I don't have that now. Like, I'm just I'm just still doing what I'm doing, and he blows out a birthday candle and he's alone in the cave. Like, that sucks. <laughs> it's, uh, it's dark. That it's sucks. It's a dark right? night, man. The one after that, the precedent, eh, it's okay. It's basically just a co- story about the conversation they had about Dick becoming Ro- or Robin after they adopted yeah him. it's like well i don't want to set a precedent for this and it's got a cool little tag and then the, this is the uh, last
1: no it's not it a few i think a few more. this is the na-
0: batman's greatest case is the one after that and i loved yeah, that tom, one, man it it caught me
1: tom king did uh, a really good job on that one as well
0: is tom so that's tom king that's who's writing right now for Batman. yeah yeah great i mean the whole thing is driven by dialogue 90 percent of the time on characters you can't see right as the whole bat family is waiting around on a rooftop because Batman said, meet me here at this time. And none of them really know what they're there for. They think they're there for different reasons. Like Red Hood thinks he's about to get kicked out of the family and everyone's fighting each other. and like Or not fighting, but just like arguing with each other in a, in a, fa- a way a family does. And this whole time, you're seeing this sub-story where Bruce is going to the graveyard in the rain and he's going to his parents' tomb and, and then he takes out a, some, a piece of paper and he drops it on the grave. and It's very melancholy and sad. But then at the same time, you see him showing up to meet everybody on the roof and he sticks this battering in the wall and it's got a red light. And they're like, well, I've seen that before. We use that on the Scarecrow. Like, okay, we gotta get closer until it turns green or whatever. Okay, that's yellow, green. You're like, what the fuck's going on? And then, and then bingo, bango. Double page spread of Batman in the front saying cheese and everybody behind him because he was taking a family picture and the thing he was dropping at his parents' grave was that picture of the whole family. Basically saying, I've been doing what I've been Batman, but I also have a family, and I'd make you proud. Damn it, that's good. Damn
1: it, that's good. Uh,
0: that's some solid (laughs) shit. That's just good, good dialogue, good art, and a great payoff.
1: Uh, yeah, this is Joel. Uh, Joe. I don't know if that's how you say that name, but
0: it's got everybody in it too. It's great. it's just fantastic. Alfred's there, Batwoman, Batgirl, the signal. Tony.
1: uh, Tony S. Daniel did the art of this, and that that two page spread is. I mean, that's a poster, right? But, Money. Yeah, so good. Yeah,
0: I mean, if there wasn't the crease down the middle, you could freaking tear this out and make a poster.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, Duke's in that, too. Ace, this yeah. dog. Yeah,
0: Ace is right there. Everybody, Alfred. I mean, freaking Red Hood made it in there. Catwoman.
1: Then it kind of goes through some <laughs> some images, just images, right? Like uh, a couple of different artists. Yeah,
0: yeah. I it threw me off for a second, but I think it's like almost, uh, not necessarily... It's yeah, it, kind of like they said, hey, you're an artist for this thing. We don't have a story, but draw something for this because there's a really pretty, almost Alex uh, Alex Ross light on this one yeah, by yeah. Uh, Mikhail Janine. and then there's a cool double spread with like Decent. great art, very very Jim Lee hush style looking, yeah one, and then there's this really beautiful one. I love the one with the, his parents' ghosts and the stars Oops,
1: sorry, are the pearls.
0: Oh, the pearls are like a constellation, and they're like the ghosts reaching out to like touch him while he's perched as batman and then you finally get into the last thing which isn't necessarily a story it's really that and i I'd heard about this i've seen some news stories but it's setting up for what comes the next arc in the detective comics which again i think that was brilliant like that's a killer ass way to be like hey we're gonna do this thousandth issue we're gonna do a ton of these little stories all this great shit but on the last eight pages we're going to set up. up for what comes in in 1000 and issue 1001 we're not just going to this isn't some weird only exists here and then we're going to get back to what we were doing
1: yeah no it's going to medieval
0: yeah medieval starts and they introduce the arkham knight into canon which is cool yeah
1: that'll be that'll be a dope one speaking of that beautiful issue chris would you call it splash trash or meh absolutely
0: a splash even yeah. on the two
1: that i didn't
0: like the most i really appreciated that. yeah no and when I said Beautiful art, and the one that I didn't really like that much, and the other one that was boring or forgettable is also, it's also just cool. It's just a cool, unique style, so um, absolutely a splash for me.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was a splash all the way, um, very similar to what you were saying, but since we're talking about DC Comics 1000, or excuse me, Detective Comics 1001, let's get into mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. next week's drop. Drop? Is
0: yeah, that drop next yes. week? Yes. No, or I guess I should say, not tomorrow Wednesday, the next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, Wednesday. so... Yeah, this is Cool, 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 cool,
1: uh, Detective Comics 1001, the Arkham Knight has arrived in Gotham City with an entire roundtable of deadly allies, and their first encounter will leave Batman shaken to his core. Oh, no. Same Bat-time, same Bat-channel.
0: Same Bat-channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that sounds like they're really kicking it off right out the gate and uh, from the jump. From the
0: Going jump! Going
1: full speed, baby. Right out the jump! Uh, another... Comic book I saw that's coming out next week that I thought was really dope was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 93. This is a Ooh. new new little arc in their, their series. It's called a uh, City at War. This is part one. Uh, the battle for control of New York City begins. As the city splinters into different human mutant and ninja factions, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles find themselves in the middle of chaos. Eight years of storytelling have led to this. Including the first eight mm-hmm. special legacy incentive covers. Um, oh my! This is the storyline that will lead Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one hundred. They, they're uh, gonna do a big. They're
0: gonna milk those udders raw. I tell you what, every it doesn't matter who's printing comics right now. They are gonna freaking lean heavy on this variant craze.
1: I don't. I don't think there's gonna be too many of them. I mean, there's eight. That's what they say. But I do know that. Uh, what's the name? Is it Kevin Eastman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. he's got one. He he's still involved heavily, which is pretty surprising to me. I feel like he really was able to stick around with that franchise.
0: Yeah, uh, my 90, 93 issues, that's that's they're, they're not doing too bad for themselves. Hitting that getting towards that Hondo mark, you know? That Hondo. That
1: Hando out. Uh, next on our list is Symbiote Spider-Man number 1. Originally I thought Thanos 1 came out next week, but it turns out it's just a poster. Stupid. Which I didn't I felt deceived and very was very upset about it uh everyone knows that spider-man's infamous black suit would someday become the wicked web slinger called venom but what happened before peter parker discovered the black suit's sinister secret find out in this dynamic tale from comic legends Uh peter david and greg land set during the time of the original black suit saga which was in the 80s right uh, right after secret wars Uh Uh, this is an all-new tale that pits the wall quarreling wonder against the most mystifying of menaces, Mysterio. How convenient, right? How convenient. Right in time, right in time, baby, for the movie. Other than that, Chris, do you see anything coming out next week?
0: Um, no, I think you nailed it. I think I feel pretty good about it. It was a good week with this uh, issue we had, and I'm just gonna be. Pop, pop, popping in the shop and see what they got. Yeah.
1: Stay, keep a lookout for more variants to come from Detective Comics 1000. It's a great book. If you haven't picked it up yet, definitely do so. Chris, any last words before we get the funk up out of here? Just support your local comic shop. Hit the comic book shop, baby. All right, we out of here. Peace.